Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. Wow, that's dope. This is 100% the cosmic connections, you know? Oh, God, yeah. It's just unfolding in its very auspicious way, which, you know, I love a cosmic connect. We really romanticize karma so much. Mm. And more often than not, it's baggage. (laughs) You know, to have like karma with someone, you need to complete that shit. So it's not this like, oh, we have karma. It's like, you haven't finished your karma. Like, get your job done, you know? And I was like, oh, that's so true. We do. We romanticize karma and we romanticize soulmate. Like, it's about soulmates, Mm -hmm. plural. And Mm -hmm. we've gotten hung up on the soulmate thing. This other astrologer was saying that it just, it's very often easier in life to like create from a blank canvas with someone as opposed to someone that you have karma with. Mm -hmm. So while that's nice to see it in a sinistry, you have to consider like obviously the placements there and hopefully learn from the challenges or the lessons that are given there. It's endless. It really is. It just is. Yeah. But it's good, you know? I I love having a project that's endless. I find comfort in the infinite. Space Court. Space Court. Space Court was just a five-month-old infant when this conversation was recorded in 2019. We invite you to join us on this nostalgic voyage that explores cosmic connections, part of fortune, and space court's beginnings. Also, Rachel, I want to say one other thing. Mm-hmm. Is I looked at where your point of fortune is. <laughs> Why didn't you lead in with this, say? <laughs> We would like to introduce Space Court's Cardinal Astrologer Say Cancer Sun Capricorn Moon Virgo Rising Have you ever heard of the Point of Fortune? I feel like I have. I don't remember anything about it and I don't know where mine is. Wait, I think mine is in Taurus, is it? Uh, No, it's in Cancer. (laughs) It's in three... (laughs) Oh, your, your Chiron is in Taurus. Okay. Yeah. So the reason why I wanted to look up where your point of fortune is is because it's a fun point to look at. It's like a mathematical point in mm. the sky. It's not a star or planet or anything. I don't know how it's calculated either. The part of fortune is a point in your natal chart that is calculated by the intersecting lines of the Sun, moon, and rising sign. Astrologers would look to the point of fortune to find out where that person could spontaneously receive blessings from. uh, That's pretty good for me, don't you think? I have so much going on in cancer. We would like to introduce Space Court's executive producer, Rachel. Cancer Sun and Moon. Gemini Rising. I mean, isn't my blessing already that all of my stuff is in Cancer? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the point of fortune is at three degrees of Cancer, and it's 
Well, it's conjunct your moon, which is at home in Cancer. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was interesting because to me, mm-hmm. it could mean that your blessing really is in your own private emotional body, like your own <sighs> emotions. True that. Yeah. So I just thought that that was like a fun little thing. Yeah, that is fun. Thank you for that little point of fortune. Yeah. And point of fortune is looked at too in synastry because if someone else's personal planets conjunct your point of fortune. <gasps> where's your cancer? Say, where's your son? What degree? Third? No, it's at, well, I was born on the third, but my son Mm. is at 11 degrees cancer. Mm, It's too far. (laughs) 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 We need to do still my and yours. We we kind of did our sinistry, but I feel like we need to do space court though. No, we need to do our sinistry on space court and we need to do astro cults um, sinistry. There's a lot, man. There's so much. It's endless. It really is. It just it is. Yeah. But it's good, you know. I, I love having a project that's endless. I oh, I find yeah. comfort in the infinite. So mm-hmm. um yeah. So my fortune is in three degrees of cancer. What degree do I want that's close to that? Do I want it within three degrees? Is that accurate? For like mm, a sure. sinistry, a sinistry um I know a lot of cancers. I wonder what a Lee's sun is. And is the sun a good thing to have on your fortune or what kind of planet would be like the optimum planet on your fortune to bring you the best blessing? Mm, well, the sun, the sun is always, always really good. Hmm. Um, but uh, Venus, Jupiter, Moon, I would say those four. Dearest listener, If you have a personal planet, at three degrees of cancer, Rachel is eager to know you. We invite you to join the Cosmic Connection Club. Hit the space line at 707-780-2266. I have a feeling that Ali'i's son could be, could very well, wait, isn't he a Gemini? No, he's Cancer. Oh, wow. Um... Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if his cancer son was near three degrees because I remember him being born in, is he like late June or is, or wait, was mid, his birthday he's in mid-July? Oh, uh, July 13. Oh, okay. I bet Jamie has a close, her son might be close to my fortune too. Um, No, her son would be almost exactly where your son is. Hmm. Because she's born like a day, the day before you, right? No, she's born the ninth. Jamie? Sahara? Oh, Sahara. Sorry. I thought we only call her Sahara now. Say. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about Jamie, my Portland Jamie. Oh. Oh, my god. She's gosh. another cancer. Yeah, that's right. I don't remember when her birthday is, but yeah. Hers is July 9th. Yes, Sahara's oh, is the okay. 20th. Yes, yes. What other cancers do I have? Someone who who was born in late June would have 
um, a cancer sun that's close to the third degree of cancer. I have to look at my book. Nobody comes to mind except for actually the guy that kind of set me up with Space Court's Beginnings. His name was Ben. I found him on Craigslist. He's an early cancer. Mm. And I was telling him I'm setting up Space Court and he was telling me his fees and everything to set everything up. And I was like, Space Court doesn't have money. (laughs) But he still like gave me time. And like, he told me like, I think you should use Podbean and this is why I think you should use Zoom for your, Mm -hmm. you know, like he gave me a lot of support with regards to direction of where to go. I kind of actually talking about him. And that wouldn't surprise me. Like what a blessing that's been. Like all of the tools that he's given me or told me to pursue have been extremely fruitful. Yeah. So that would totally be, I think, a blessing, a sun on my fortune, if you will. Wow. Did you get his birthday by any chance? I don't think I did. Hmm. I could reach out to him though. Tell him Space Court's doing good. Thanks to Ben. I mean, I don't know if I'd say that much. <laughs> I think Space Court has strong foundational tools. Like I'm very happy with Podbean. I'm glad mm-hmm. I went with them. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with the Zoom recorder. I'm happy with the conference Zoom recorder. Mm-hmm. His suggestions on like where to post Space Court for mm-hmm. like its initial launch, you know? Mm-hmm. So for those things, those are really important. But did he make Space Court good? I don't know about that, say. (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, I I wouldn't give him all the credit for how good Space Court is. But (laughs) (laughs) definitely for its origins. He was definitely part of the origin story. I offered him a lot of marijuana. Oh, wow. And Because I didn't have any money to give him, really. But he was giving me a lot of his information and time. So I was appreciative. Mm. Oh my God, I wonder if he's the Michigan listener. He's in California. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we have a North Carolina listener coming in. Really? Pretty strong. Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. I have a couple friends in North Carolina. I wonder if it's them. I mean, it could just as well be this bogus listener in Oregon. That's a diehard, <laughs> man. It's got to be one of your friends, right? You have a no. ton of friends in Oregon. No, the binge listener, I'm telling you, is that guy. I am 100%. He falls to sleep to Space Corps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the guy who just looks like he re- recently graduated from college or yes. high school. Yes, the guy that's looking up his conjunct because of Space yes. Court. I mean, I think we have a handful of binge listeners, but my curiosities are continuing to be piqued. Um, and yesterday, okay, so, you know, I want to color all of the states. I want to color all the countries, but first I want to color all of the states. And there's uh-huh. like six states that we have no listeners in. Space Court is very happy to report that as of February 2022, all 50 United States have been colored and... 73 countries are colored. So I sent out... That's it? Yeah, we've got listeners in oh like... Oh my God. Yeah, it's great. That's, so that's amazing. I know. It is amazing. Wow. So I want to reach these six states. And yeah. so what I did is I have Space Court postcards and I looked up online, like for example, Oklahoma. It's all the Midwest, by the way. Like all these states are in the Midwest. Okay. So I looked up Oklahoma astrology and then things would come up or nothing would come up. And I'd be like, okay, uh, Oklahoma metaphysical, Oklahoma crystal shop, Oklahoma woo, Oklahoma yoga, like Mm -hmm. anything that's kind of astrology potentially related, right? Mm -hmm. 
And then whatever names like I was drawn to, I wrote them a postcard and said, I invite you to join us. And then I sent it out. Yesterday, I get a call on my phone, unknown number, pick it up. Hello, is this Space Court? Yes, it is. This is Doug Mills from Dubuque, Iowa. How in the heck did you learn about my shop? <laughs> like, like, well, Doug, I sent out postcards because I invite you to join us on Space Court. And he's like, what is Space Court? Older man. And I'm like, well, and I go in to tell him it's about raising national awareness and cosmic connection. <laughs> and I'm like, do you know what a podcast is? No, I don't know what a podcast is. Okay, well, go to Google. Tell him what to do. And he's just so confused. So confused. <laughs> and I'm like, Doug, I'm going to send you an email. And if you want to share your story, because he owns the largest crystal shop in Iowa, and it's called wow. The Center of I Am. What? <laughs> yeah, I would remember a name like that. So anyways, I had like this hilarious, you know, 15 minute conversation with this guy. <laughs> but it was cracking me up. It's cracking me up. Oh, my God. Cosmic connections keep growing, say. Wow. And this whole Russian astrologer that has you and Casey's signs, Taurus sun, and your cap moon and Virgo rising. What is that? Oh my God. She's interesting, man. Because I'm like, do you have her birth information? I do. Yeah. I sent it in the the WhatsApp. Probably like, I mean, you'd have to go back and trace it. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's the day before Casey, May 3rd. I think I think your year, 1985. Maybe what? Yeah. Oh, she sounds way older. Like she said, I thought like, she was 50. I know. Yes, she sounds like it. She might be. I don't really know what we're dealing with. I mean, it's Russian, so I don't know what that means. I'm very I, I believe she has a good <laughs> heart. She's soft spoken. She seems nice. She seems very knowledgeable. I believe what she says. You know? I do too. I do too. But I'm also just like what, like, what she told me. Can you give me two bullet points of what she told you? <laughs> well, okay. So what I thought was really cool was she's Russian astrology, like a unique method of astrology that I, I know nothing about. And I don't even know if it's Russian. I'm just assuming it's Russian. I think at one point she did say that it was like Russian astrology. Sure. Um, I know you sent us her resume, though. Right. right. So I'll have to refer back to that because mm-hmm. I know that it goes into it more. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that most people have one or two planets that are strongly tied in with defining who your soul is. Okay. So, for example, some people will have like Venus and Mars or just Jupiter or something. I don't know. She said most people just have one or two. Mm-hmm. She said that I have five. She We're was defining like, defining planets? What does that mean? To be honest, like, <laughs> I'm not. She was, oh, actually, I really loved her example. She was quite good at this. She was mm. like, okay, think of your five planets as your five children. She's like, they all have needs. They all have their different needs. Mm. You as the soul, it's up to you to pay attention to, like how much of your attention you want to give to each child because all Mm -hmm. of them are going to inform your soul and Mm. all of them are going to color the decisions that you make every day and Mm. how you go about through life kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And she was like, 
imagine you have a blank canvas. She was like, you can color your life any way you want, but all five of these planets are going to be informing you simultaneously all the time. So so was this a good thing or a bad thing? Because a part of me originally thought, oh, more is better. But then as you're describing them as children, yeah. often more is not necessary. You know, like that can be kind of conflicting because it's exactly. like if you have five kids with all these needs. Bingo, dude. That's exactly – she was like, you have a lot of male energy because mm-hmm. I have prominent Mars and Pluto. Mm-hmm. But she was like, you also have large female energy because I have a prominent Venus placement. So she was like, you might suppress one or the other because they both speak so loudly that it might be hard for you to handle. So you might suppress one or the other. Are you the Saturn that's strangling your Venus? I think of that Venus bitch in the like shackles, you know? Shit, dude. Well... (laughs) I my initial reaction was like fuck. I think I've been repressing my male energy. Hmm. When I was a kid, though, it was the other way around. I think I was a tomboy that honestly would have preferred to be a boy, so I could climb trees and do stuff like that and not have to like worry about anything, you know. Hmm. But now I think I suppress the Mars energy, and it comes at me via other people she said she was like if you suppress it it's going to come to you through your relationships interesting so and dude she even like messaged me today it was either yesterday or today she was like hey i'm just checking in on you like how are you feeling (laughs) (laughs) since our reading and i was like oh yeah shit because she asked me like at the end of our reading she was like just let yourself just marinate and in what what i just told you and then like in a few days like let me know how you feel and, and she I waited. you said I will, and you didn't. Exactly. <laughs> just, like you, just like you said, you'd let me know how the reading went, and you didn't. Yes. Oh, my God. I think, um, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or no, or I both. Don't. Both. You don't even know. Where's your five children? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. She was like, so she gave me pros and cons for being somebody with five children. Mm-hmm. She's like, While you have all these different energies that are informing you that you can tap into at any point in time, it's also like really hard for you to make a decision because you have five viewpoints. Libra on crack. Exactly, dude. I was like, damn. Okay. So what else did she tell you? Five children, indecision. We know this, Libra on crack. And then the rest of the four hours, she just went into (laughs) what... (laughs) She just went into like what each of them meant. But Mm. she spends a lot of time on Mars and Venus Mm. and then um, maybe 30% on Pluto. And what she said about Pluto was really interesting. That was probably what I resonated the most with. Because you're obsessed with Pluto right now, though. I know, (laughs) dude. I didn't tell her that though. But no, she um, knows things. She knows she things. She does, man. So what'd she say about Pluto? So she was like, because it's the farthest planet, it's the closest to God. And mm. therefore because it's like the most outer, outer realm. Mm. She's like, it's the closest to God, the creator, the mm. origin, the source. 
Mm. And that's why being somebody who is also informed by Pluto, she was like, you think you are God and therefore you think you have to be perfect all the time because God is perfect. And so when you're not perfect, you get really upset. And Mm. I was like, whoa, I had never even thought of it that way before. But when Mm. she said that to me, like it totally just like struck a chord in my heart in a really deep way. And I don't know if that's because I have a Virgo rising and Virgos are notorious for like wanting to be perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. More in like um, mundane things like being clean and organized and shit. But um, she was like, you have the ability to see the bigger picture and you're kind of like on the outside looking down on the rest of the world. And right, it was kind of intense, man. But at the same time, it totally resonated. I was like, Yeah, but I thought that was because I moved every two to four years growing up, so I never really had a sense of attachment to anything. Like, Mm. I always had this detachment because I never could really get attached to anything because I knew from childhood that, like, anything I would get attached to, I would lose. So I thought that was maybe like the reason for my like natural tendency to stay detached somewhat from mm. just life in general, maybe even. Right. Um, I'm trying to think what else she said about that, but I don't know. That really just blew me away. Mm. Oh, and the other thing about Pluto, she said, is because it's like, the furthest planet away from earth and it's like way out there close to god looking down on earth Mm -hmm. she was like you need a job where you're directing multiple things and like communicating with like a lot of different people and directing things all the time because otherwise you would get you would be so bored so quick she was like you need to be communicating on a bigger scale or something along the lines of like you need to be in a chaotic environment at work otherwise you'll be really bored Hmm. and that was something else that i totally resonate i was like dude that's so fucking true yeah i talked to her yesterday and she's got a lot what did you guys talk about um we talked about britney and a tie oh yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. that's right that's right and i mean we talked about other things too but it's just kind of like i wanted it to be a 15 minute conversation right and it ended up being an hour and a half in december of 2019 space court did three separate sinistry readings between celebrity Britney Spears, and one of her biggest fans, Itai. Itai is the co-creator of the brilliant podcast, Astrology Roast. And the way that she looks at charts, you Uh know, it's just, it's so much on a soul level. She calls Mm -hmm. it on the soul level. And she was actually saying that she thinks Itai has like debt, karmic debt to Britney and needs to like present her with a material offering. Like a oh. material offering. I was like, but how does that work if it's a celebrity? Itai can't even pay for premium Spotify right now. You know, like, <laughs> I don't think that he's like rolling in the dough, you know? <laughs> I mean, it was interesting because 
Itai and Brittany have like severe past karma. It was confirmed. But with regards to rare or like, you know, this whole process just taught me really the complexities of astrology and pairing and how unique every chart is. And then also people's interpretations, you know, like so much of it is hypotheticals. You get a foundation, but what you build from that is so different. Mm -hmm. And everybody's given the same tools to build the foundation. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, that's the known, but the unknown is just all of these other variables. Mm -hmm. And everybody's building houses, but they're very different. So, you know, um, mm-hmm. I'm glad about the information that I got, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, she's, um, she's intense and she's got a lot of information and she's very, it's a lot of words, you know, yeah. but I mean, very conversational. I feel also with her, like I feel she does a lot of those explanations, which I think mm-hmm. are helpful mm-hmm. and she's very open and receptive to questions and kind of conversational pieces. But then she also was talking about how like almost all of the mystery is taken out of life for her. Like she understands astrology so well. And I was just kind of like, there was a part of me that was like, are you, are you saying what you're saying? But then there was a part of me that was like, well, actually I believe it, you know, like. Wait, what do you mean? Like she really feels like she knows herself so well through astrology. Oh. That there's no mystery in life anymore. And like she can look at someone's chart and she can map out their soul and know their soul path. And that's, I think, a thing why she's drawn to me because I have that child curiosity. Mm-hmm. So when I come to her with like, Senya, oh. can you read this thing? And she's like, someone's got mysteries, you know, like yeah. she things too, you know? Uh-huh. And we were laughing about that because I was like, oh yeah, you'll learn that that is a, <laughs> that's an always thing with me. Like this isn't just a one-time, I've come across treasure. Like- <laughs> I'm going to be saying this all of the time. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm going to be believing it all of the time, you know? Like, it will be very genuine each time. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So she also wants to look at my sinistry with Brittany and Itai and see what Space Court's role is in this whole thing. Wow. That's dope. Yeah. This is 100% the cosmic connections, you know? Oh, God, yeah. It's just unfolding in its very auspicious way, which, you know, I love a cosmic connect. And this other astrologer that I was talking to, it was really interesting how she was saying that we we really romanticize karma so much. Mm. And more often than not, it's baggage, (laughs) Mm. you know, to have like, karma with someone is to you need to complete that shit you know so it's not this like oh we have karma it's like you haven't finished your karma like get your job done you know and I was like oh that's so true we do we romanticize karma and we romanticize soulmates and it's Mm -hmm. like or we romanticize soulmate like -hmm. it's about soulmates Mm -hmm. plural and Mm -hmm. we've gotten hung up on the soulmate thing this other astrologer was saying that it just, it's very often easier in life to like create from a blank canvas with someone as opposed to someone that you have karma with. Mm-hmm. So while that's nice to see it in a sinistry, you have to consider like obviously the placements there and hopefully learn from the challenges or the lessons that are given there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, interesting things. Wow. Is it's high and he's an astrologer, right? No, but he should be. That's one thing Sinia also said. Wow. 
She was like, he has a lot of, and again, this is you and a tie have a very similar, it's, I mean, it's really interesting. Me and a tie have similarities. Yeah. Remember Casey said that in the pattern, a tie is most similar to you. Oh yeah. 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 That's right. That's right. Yeah. And it's because you guys have that cap Virgo thing. Yeah. And Taurus. He has something in Taurus. His Venus is in Taurus. Oh, yeah. Him and I have the exact same Venus at 26 degrees Taurus. I'm excited to see how that relationship develops, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for um, meeting with me over the airwaves (laughs) and sharing your soul with the world. I mean, we need to do it more often, say. People need to know. Yeah. Thank you for your postcard, by the way. It's right next to my bed. You're very welcome. That's me just staring at you as you go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) It's the eye of God. (laughs) You know, it's interesting. Foxton mentioned to me, it's my right eye. And, you know, your left eye is into your soul. But your right eye is what you see. Like Ooh. to project. Oh wow. That's that really cool. Yeah, it is. Everybody loves it. Everybody loves the eyeball. Mm-hmm. It's uh astro cult. Good work. Yeah. Good work. All, right. All right, sister. Yeah, um, thank you so much. We'll be in touch and aloha. Aloha. Space cord. Space cord. Space cord.